835 on Wisconsin's Morning News. The big weekend for Indiana Jones. The Dial of Destiny. The final of the Indiana Jones franchise. And one of our favorite people, of course, who loves the movie more than anything and joins us now on the phone because he can't get enough work. He was texting all morning long, asking... Hey, can I come on? Dude, my phone was blowing <laughs> up. WTMJ's Vince Petrano joins us. Hi, Vince. That last part, no, that last part was not accurate. I was not texting you. <laughs> hey, guys, guys, please, please, please. Can I go I'm, you guys got space for me today? <laughs> like, fine. His name's on the show. I suppose we can. <laughs> Actually, no, we, we woke up. Actually, I'm sure you're awake, but we texted Vince and said, hey, we got we to gotta get him on because I know you saw the film. I have not seen it. And I'm just so okay. curious to get your take, how you felt about this iconic franchise, one of the most iconic in the history of film, coming to a close. I really liked it. I think they did a great job, Eric. There was, there was nothing I was left wanting more of. Um, but, you know, you were, you were worried it was going to be stupid in some right. way, right? There's a little bit of stupid. You and I disagree on this, but in Temple... Uh, definitely in Crystal Skull, there was a lot of stupid in there. So you're just <laughs> worried, right? Is this going to be stupid? And I'm going to say, okay, it was great to see everybody, but the story was dumb and, and all that. And it, and it wasn't. I thought it was a very good story. The, the script, the plot was interesting, fun. The characters were well done. You know, Sala was back. He was the only one who was a little bit clownish for my, for my like, right. but it was worth it to hear him say, Indy. <laughs> just to have him bring it back all right yeah exactly. so you weren't you weren't as you were watching this two and a half hour movie i mean it's fairly long you weren't hoping that it would end sooner i wasn't i mean toward the end you're like this has got to be just about wrapping up so it was maybe a touch long i suppose um but again this is the last time i'm going to get me any, any indiana jones so i i was willing to take whatever um Something else I thought of that, that I thought was well done. They have this sort of male side, young male sidekick, as they are wont to do in the series. Mm -hmm. They didn't screw that up this time. He was not overbearing as Short Round was, and I don't even know what the dude was in, in Crystal Skull. I guess we, let's just stop <laughs> even mentioning that one. <laughs> that movie didn't even exist. I got right? it. Okay. Let's stop, stop accounting for it. But, the, you know, the, um, the young guy in this one was sort of the sidekick accomplice, if you will, of okay. the goddaughter. Mm -hmm. And he was there. He played important roles, but he didn't take over scenes. He wasn't overbearing. You weren't sitting there thinking like, I, like, I came to see Indiana Jones, not Indiana Jones' friend sidekick. So I was wondering about that. And if there's any way to answer this question without spoiling the film, would okay. you expect some type of spin-off. I know it's not supposed to be Indiana Jones, but could some storyline be spun off from what you saw on the screen yesterday? I mean, you always could just like there's always something else to chase, but they didn't leave things, they didn't leave cliffhangers. There was nothing left, no unfinished business. If they wanted to to spin off with the female character, his goddaughter Helena, who I thought was also very well done, Sure, you could do that. She could go on her own adventures or whatever, but there was no, there was no work left to be done, no unanswered questions about Indiana Jones. So, Vince, you pretty much had the same review as our uh, partner in the afternoon, Sandy Mack. She saw it on oh, good. over the weekend because we had talked about it Friday on the afternoon show, and we're all kind of wishy-washy on it, so she decided to go see it. 
and ranked it kind of right there in the middle. One thing she said stood out to her though was the like the CGI and like the quality of the computer graphics. She's like, it did not take me out. And from my understanding, there's a pretty immediate scene right when the movie starts. What I said was risky because if it's bad CGI at the beginning, you're risking like taking someone out of the movie and not being able to buy back in. What was your your thoughts on the de-aged uh, Harrison Ford? Only because you knew it was. Could you maybe detect a little bit, Mike? But like, <clears throat> right, I was prepared to be a little bit weirded out. Like, eh, I don't know, his face isn't moving right or something that looks not right here. I thought it was very convincing. And it didn't bother me. I also thought it would bother me. But, I, I, you know, as soon as I got over that initial of like, maybe I'm seeing a little something that's uh, slightly off, I just was in. It was like young Indiana Jones. It was amazing. So obviously nostalgia is one thing. We knew that you'd probably appreciate most of the movie. Sure. They'd, have to re- they'd really have to throw a wrench in there, for I think, for you to leave upset about it. But what about through the eyes of a teenager? What did your daughter think? And she's not even that into the series, E. So, um, you know, my, my son went as well. I knew he would like it. Um, but uh, she, of, of my three, was probably least into the series. She kind of mm-hmm. went because it was something to do, and we said we'd buy her food. So, you know, that's <laughs> it all always good. works. Look, we'll get you something to eat, all right? Just, uh, she really liked it. She said uh, it made her want to go back and watch some of the others, so she understood the callbacks a little bit and a couple of the other characters. But she also said she didn't feel like she needed she needed to, like she understood the story and it stood on its own. So um, it was just it was a good movie, good summer blockbuster. Yeah, good, you got me. Now I'm excited to go see. It. I'll go catch it this week sometime. WTMJ's. Report back to me. Vince Vetrano joining us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hey, uh, before we let you go, I, I, how did your reading go? How did the uh, Declaration of Independence reading go yesterday? The document was proclaimed from the steps of Village Hall Very in Greendale, nice. proudly by many. Uh, mm. <laughs> did you see the picture I posted? Did you see who stood next to me? That was Bob Donovan standing next <laughs> to you, right? Was, I told you, yes. <laughs> State Representative Bob Donovan. Fantastic. Please tell me that you, when you read the document, you did it in your Bob Donovan impression. When in the course of human events, <laughs> it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve themselves from the political bands which bind them to another. That's oh, all I know by heart. That's fantastic. You would have stole his thunder. You could even looked at him while you did it. Right. And then he's next, and what's he supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have I, a Toronto impression. I believe the gentleman just took my turn. (laughs) Hey, I was thinking about you too this morning, Vince, because I'm sure you're aware of this cocaine found in the White House story. And I was like, man, if Vetrano was here, we'd be all cocaine bear. (laughs) (laughs) This is how it sounds in the White House right now. Let's let's see how he reacts to it. Let's see how it was. No, the line was. Let me, let's see how it affects him. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think, I think your current team assembled is entirely capable. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's some fun with that. Something tells me that still might be in the news next week anyway. All right, man. Well, enjoy the rest of your vacation. Appreciate you jumping on. All right. See you guys soon. All right, buddy. Vince Petrano from Wisconsin's Morning News.